You're listening to the Franchise Freedom Podcast with Giuseppe Grammatico. Welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide, the show where we help corporate executives experience time and financial freedom via franchising. Thanks for joining us today. Very exciting episode. This is actually the last episode of 2023 and thought it'd be appropriate uh, to entitle it Your Complete Guide to Finding the Right Franchise. And um, you know this, um, this conversation or this show, I should say, was based off my last conversation with, with a candidate looking at a franchise and big fans of the show. And uh, he said, there's a lot of great information, but wanted me to re- reiterate certain things and principles that maybe were missed, or maybe there were shows from several years back that were missed. So, you know, it's hard to, to tackle. There's, there's lots that we can kind of get into, but, you know, a complete guide to, to finding the right franchise, uh, you know, download the book. That, that's a great starting point overview uh, around the holidays. Uh, you can download the book for free. You can purchase it on Amazon. I think it's under five bucks. Uh, with free shipping, I believe. So take advantage of that. It's a 30-minute read. Uh, we are uh, in the process of recording an audiobook for anyone that's interested, and that should go live end of uh, end of the year, go, probably going into the beginning of 2024. 20, uh, it's my first, uh, first time uh, actually recording an audiobook. But your complete guide to finding a franchise, and um, you know, there, there's one key aspect, um, and, and that's really our process. And a big part of this is not you know, where I see most people, including myself, is you know looking at all the different brands and what's the hot franchise and the annual entrepreneur magazine and the rankings and all that other fun stuff, which is exactly what I did. But uh, you know, part of that is let's figure out if a business or a franchise is even the right fit to begin with. So I offer everyone a twenty-minute, we call it right fit intro call. Uh, it's a twenty-minute call to figure out what's your current situation. You know why have you looked at uh, franchises? What interests you in, in in franchising in general? Have you owned businesses? What are you looking to accomplish? You know, if you if you have a job, you're looking to transition out of the job or just a, a side business, side income, that kind of deals uh, to start or maybe indefinitely. You know, everyone's situation is different, but it's really getting clear on what a business is, what a franchise is, understanding the idea, and, and a question. Uh, I received that was, you know, can you lose money with a business or, or, or I should say with a franchise? And the answer is yes, you can lose bit, uh, money with any investment, but you can also make obviously sky's the limit with income earnings as well as now you also can sell the business where a lot of people's wealth I've seen has been created is not through necessarily, I'm not saying you can't make money through a business, but th- during the exit process, you know, the exit strategy, uh, we had David C. Barnett on the show a while back talking about exit strategies and kind of what that looks like. But, you know, it's kind of like a flow chart. Start here and, you know, don't look at brands and funding and all that. Just start at the very top and look at, okay, let's figure out together. Is business ownership the right fit? We need to arm you with some additional information uh, as well as franchising. Do you get the prop value proposition of a franchise, the support, the blueprint, the handbook that they're giving, they're essentially handing to you day one, I had to run that business. Do you see value there? And if it is, that's when I, I encourage you to go to the second step. Um, and if we're working together or not, same process. And then figuring out, okay, a franchise is the right fit for me. I'm looking for that unfair advantage that I talk about in the book. I want that advantage on something maybe non-brick and mortar, be up and running in a month 
one to three months, just say, uh, keeping the cost uh, low and, and, and giving me the ability to start making my investment back relatively quickly since there's no brick and mortar. Maybe it's a, um, you know, not as a you know, CapEx, uh, you know, a lot less of an expensive. So, you know, taking a look at saying, okay, it is the right fit. Then getting, getting clear on what is the ideal business. Again, we're still not looking at franchises. And that's, again, the mistake I see people make. And it's figuring out what does the ideal business look like? And everyone's situation is different. And areas that we focus on are things such as you prefer to go to an office, I should say a physical location where the customers come to you. And that could be a restaurant, uh, health and wellness. It could be a gym you know, along those lines. Or do you prefer something home-based or maybe a small office where your staff is going to visit uh, the customers directly? Uh, obviously, the, the advantage of, as I mentioned, of, of being uh, home-based or small offices, you're up and running much faster than the uh, you know option two, which is that retail brick and mortar where now you have a build out, you need to find the location and things like that. But you know, getting clear on, do you want to have a smaller staff, a larger staff? Do your is your staff W two? Are they ten ninety nine contractors? Well, then we dive into things like money. You know, what is your investment um, kind of range? What is your liquidity? So you know, on a two hundred thousand dollar total investment, you may only have to put twenty or thirty percent down. On a, on, a, on a loan, do you have that liquidity? And even if you did, are you comfortable putting that kind of money down? Just because you have millions in the bank, maybe you're not you're not comfortable making that large of an investment to start. So we start a little bit smaller and maybe a smaller investment uh, where it has maybe less staff or utilizes contractors, really kind of helping lower the investment uh, since contractors are, are maybe doing the work uh, and they're getting paid after the fact, after the the revenue and the sales are already coming in. So you know, the, the second stage and, and what would be our second call is getting clear on what the business looks like. What is your role? What are you doing daily? Are you out there installing a roof? Are you going to the chamber of commerce and letting everyone know uh, about your business and who you serve and, and who you help? Um, it could be that for, for any business, but what is your role in the business? What is your skill set? If you're afraid of your own shadow, as I jokingly say, and you're very introverted, you know, but you love management, maybe man, a manager, a managerial role, something where it has a larger staff that you can manage a team and you kind of have the GM and others that are handling the sales and maybe jumping on podcasts like our show or webinars and things like that. So, you know, role is a, is a big part of it. As I mentioned, investment, employees, where you're located, you know, not, not just is it brick and mortar or, or work from home, but is it in the city you live in? And what I've noticed is a lot of people like to stay close to home, but I always come back and say, well, if there's a territory nearby, either your current territory sold or a territory nearby that offers some more opportunity given the population density and that and the and the business that the franchise is in, are you willing to, you know, go 30 minutes in the opposite direction? You know, you may not have to be there daily, but maybe it's a one time a week commute. So I think getting uh, crystal clear on the ideal business, you know, what that looks like the scalability, you know, and that kind of thing. Who are your customers, B2B versus B2C? And there's so many other things we didn't talk about. You know, that's something to really consider. And again, we haven't talked about franchise or industries. We're just talking about the ideal business. Um, Funding, you know, what are your funding options? We talk about that. We've had shows that talked about it, but, you know, the the biggest takeaway is, you know, knowing all your options. Uh, We work with a company by the name of Fran Fund and others, and they'll be able to walk you through basically 
all your options from SBA loans, retirement rollovers. Uh, some people prefer home equity lines of credit. Maybe it's a combination of things. So they'll help you put together a plan to, to look at funding. Uh, so that's a, a big component. Now, the third step is now saying, okay, based off of what I am looking for, now let's look at three franchise companies. Uh, I start with a much a larger list and start to scale it down based off of availability. Your market may be sold. Uh, your market, uh, the state you're in, is not uh, is a registration state. That brand may be newer and not registered or it's pending approval, so not available uh, in your state. Um, that uh, specific brand uh, may have a minimum, you know, that, where the investment initial investment was in line. But you know, we had a couple brands that we've talked to over the years that uh, have a requirement of uh, having to purchase two or three severalities to start, and that may be, um, you know, in, um, increasing the amount you're you're comfortable with. Can the can the business be run part time or full time? Uh, there are most brands can be run part time, but there are others that do require you to be full time. So these are things we look for. We look for resales in the area um, as well. You know, someone um, may just decide they're they're going to retire. Uh, we've had you know we had a, one instance where a couple was going through a divorce, looking to sell the business and that kind of thing. So when you start with the universe of four thousand franchise companies and seventy plus industries, then you narrow it based off your state, investment level, full time, part time ownership, uh, the role, and things like that. We start to really scale down, and you know I usually like to. I tell people I show three brands and that's really uh, those brands compare and contrast with, with one another. Uh, I've gone through this process uh, back in, in uh, when was it back in 2006 purchased my first franchise, 2007 uh, exploring more than three franchises become overwhelming. So uh, as you roll one out, you decide, should you replace with, with something else? You know, maybe, maybe the, you know, two B2B uh, brands and one B2C and you realize B2B is, is, is the option for you and you replace that, that third B2C brand with another B2B. So now you're at three, um, you know, or you just narrow down to two because at some point you're looking for ways to narrow the list down. And we did a three-part series on due diligence. So now, you know, we look, we look, we're looking at brands that checked off the boxes. So again, this is very high level. You know, maybe it's, uh, you know, small staff, work from home under a couple hundred thousand investment, where uh, the demand's there, the market's available, it can be run part-time. Uh, so it checked off all the boxes. Now due diligence comes into play. Uh, I'm not going to go into extreme detail. We did a three-part series, but number one is a two-way interview, speaking with the franchisor and uh, figuring out together if that brand's a good fit, uh, getting clear on the role, the financial opportunity, scalability of the brand, which leads you into part two, uh, validation, speaking directly with franchise owners, doing this day in, day out. Uh, these are people that um, purchased the franchise. They've been in, been in the business for whatever amount of time and uh, they can talk to you and you can talk to um, franchisees running it full-time. You can talk to franchisees running it part-time, rookies, guys that have been doing it for a while, uh, followed by stage three. And this is usually when you're about 80 to 90% certain of moving forward with the brand is, is going out on a discovery day. They're typically in person. Um, they're called confirmation days, discovery days, meet the team days, all the same thing where you're meeting the founders, CEO, uh, and, and shaking hands. Again, typically they're in person and, uh, really, you know, getting a, an idea of the vision, you know, who, who kind of who meeting uh, the captain of the ship, so to speak, who's managing, uh, the day to day, uh, you know, the future of the business. What does that look like? So, you know, we, we talk about in the series, I'll link that 
here in the in the show notes. But these are you know good ways of, of really exploring the business. Now, it's not right or wrong. The, the, it's about you know the the right fit, and you're always looking for ways to narrow the list down because as you start with three brands, assuming we don't, you know, they, they're all great fits. Now we just have to figure out which are the better fits. Um, you know, and that may just be things such as okay, all three brands, uh, everything equal. The financial opportunity looks the same. The investment, the availability, all that fun stuff. But ultimately, which you may enjoy the most, and maybe that's uh, based off an industry you had experience in, or just enjoy much better than others, or just see more opportunity. So, yeah. So th- there's always a way of really kind of narrowing the search. But there are stages, and that you know that the due diligence. You know, you got a couple things going on. You're trying to fight, find the right match with the franchisor, speaking with the franchisees. You're making sure to get funding in line. Um, you have the option of, of working with a franchise attorney to do a, um, a franchise agreement review uh, is another option. But really kind of continuing with the due diligence, talking with others, talking with uh, franchise owners. Eventually, you're going to talk to the local franchisee in your market um, and speak with them. Maybe work with them for the day, shadow them for the day, help them out for the day at no cost. And maybe uh, they get you get some uh, you get a day of info and questions answered for you and the franchise owner gets uh you know some assistance for that day what have you so there are going to be kind of different steps but you know the uh, other other parts that we kind of skipped over so i wanted to kind of break it up in, in phases so that's due diligence always starting with if a franchise is a good fit getting clear there before spending any other time at brands we talked about due diligence but you know, other aspects are getting, you know, letting everyone in your life know what you're doing and why you're doing it. So if you have a a family, letting the family know, getting your spouse or whoever is involved in that business, you know, you're married or not, you know, letting them know why you're doing this, the investment um, that, you know, your, your time is going to be limited until that business gets launched. So getting approval and letting everyone know what's going on is crucial uh, in this. You know, you want to make sure that everyone understands that, you know, you may, not be around for every event initially, but that you're doing this to create this time and financial freedom. Um, from a legal standpoint, you know, you want to, as, as per my book, have the team in place and, you know, make sure you have a, a, an attorney to, to, and, and a good business account to help you set up the, your legal entity uh, when looking at any other business. And I'm not an accountant or an attorney, but making sure you have a successor plan and a, you know, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Kind of your, your, not just a legal entity, but everything set up so that, you know, the will is set up, your um, estate planning was the word I was looking for. All that is taken care of. But uh, not only that, you know, in the event something were to happen to you, but who is in charge of the business uh, Should in, in the event you pass away suddenly or something happens where you're unable to work the business? So, and it may be two people. It may be your partner, your spouse, whoever that person is that actually owns the underlying business, but it may be someone else. It may be a neighboring franchisee uh, that will run the the, the day-to-day until you know, uh, whatever path is figured out since they know the business and maybe the, uh, the person that owns it is not involved in the day to day. So, you know, uh, you know, having the estate planning done, successor plan, working with the accountant and the attorney to figure out the appropriate legal entity from, uh, you know, which will, um, you know, uh, protect you legally as well as w- which uh, structure will help you on the accounting side. Uh, and things like that and, and take advantage of all the um, advantages of, of an LLC or versus an S corp. So there are going to be uh, various aspects to it, but you know, my, my, my point and the thing I drive home today is don't get 
uh, into the weeds on on the businesses until you figure out you know step one is 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 a franchise the right fit for me. Everything else falls into place at the very end. A decision is going to be asked of you. The franchisor you know is setting aside a territory, so you're going to need to come up with an answer, uh, yay or nay. Right? You're going to move forward or not. And usually, you know the the franchisor does a, a phenomenal job um, getting your questions answered. But at the end of the day, you, you do you do have to take that that leap in, into into business ownership. And some people say, okay, you know, how do you, how do you reduce the risk? And I always say, due diligence, due diligence, due diligence, you know, making sure you're asking those questions, talking to franchisees, making sure the franchisor is the right fit for you. Uh, and this is mutual. They want to make sure that you're a good fit for the brand. That's going to be a big part of it. Getting your funding and everything in order you know, in the event you don't generate income, not, not talking revenue, but income, you actually take home. You know, do you have that financial buffer? you know, three to six months living expense, who's paying your mortgage if you're leaving your job to run this business. So I see a lot of people um, not do well in a franchise and uh, they're not sure where. And I said, well, you weren't funded appropriately. So you weren't able to uh, get through the first couple months because you're, you had, they had to take a job, a side job to pay their mortgage. So you want to have all this in place. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's getting that nest egg or, you know, taking that, that, that loan, uh, with the most flexibility, there, there are loans, uh, you know, I've heard of where they give you a line of credit or some interest uh, free, I'm sorry, interest only payments initially. So, you know, these are important aspects, um, you know, when going through and, and finding the right franchise, um, you know, and then at the very end, when you, when you do make that final decision, it's like, okay, this is the path. This is the next training. This is when I get open. I have to leave my job on this date. Or if I keep my job, I anticipate, you know, in 12 months, I'm just giving an example. I'll be earning X so that I can leave my job and, and transition full-time into the business. So having that, that plan, putting it on the calendar, uh, holds you accountable. It's essentially creating goals and, you know, figuring out together with the franchise or what is the best path? What are all the, the, uh, the future dates? And, and then really, you know, going back to your why of why you're looking at a franchise or businesses, what does this look like? And, and looking at and saying, okay, great. You know, once the business is up and running six, 12 months in, are you, you know, leaving the job that you, you were miserable at, or are you making more money to be able to vacation more, spend more time with family? So um, we, we spend hours and hours on this. And I, I try to under 20 minutes uh, produce this show to kind of you know, discuss, uh, you know, your complete guide to, to funding a franchise, to finding the right franchise. And the word right is going to, is going to be different, right? Everyone's wise are different investments, where they're located, why they're doing this. There are certain people that are just looking for side income and a side investment, and that's fine as well. Uh, in other cases, people are just you know kind of doing this uh, to leave their job. Uh, other people are just building a portfolio. There's no, no there's no right or wrong in, in how your uh, your approach to going about it. But yeah, I definitely encourage everyone to to spend the time to to do the due diligence. Again, that's another missing piece is that. I've, I've talked to people in the past that just spoke with the franchise company, not franchisees. You must speak with the franchisees to get kind of the inside look as to how this, you know, the support makes sense, but are they getting, are they getting the support? What does that look like a year into the business? Are they still getting support from the franchise? So these are things I encourage and I arm you with. This is not a complete list. There's so much more that I work with each and every one of our candidates. Uh, so get all that, you know, get everyone on, on board do your due diligence. Uh, you can work with a franchise consultant, advisor. We have different roles. A franchise coach is what I do. 
Uh, there's no fee for our services. I'm able to help you. Uh, I've been an employee. I've been an employer. I've owned franchise, non-franchise, as well as master franchises. So um, I've been there, taken the, taken the risk. I know what it's felt like not to get paid for uh, you know first a couple months of owning a business, and I can absolutely walk you through that process. So um, last show of the year, very exciting stuff. Um, you know, uh, looking forward to your feedback, uh, ideas for new shows. Uh, you know where to reach us, ggthefranchiseguide.com. Book a call. We'd love to chat, answer your questions. If it's just a quick question on this episode, feel free. Shoot me an email as well, gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com. Thanks again, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, uh, you know, forward this to someone that can benefit from this show. I'd be more than glad to uh, take care of them. Happy holidays, uh, happy new year, and talk to you guys in 2024. Take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways Giuseppe can help. One, if you've ever considered owning a business of any kind, you owe it to yourself to get a copy of Giuseppe's book, Franchise Freedom. Download your free copy at ggthefranchiseguide.com slash book. Two, want to understand how successful executives make the transition from corporate to owning their own franchise? Join Giuseppe's next online presentation, Franchise Freedom, How to Escape the Corporate World and Have Financial and Time Freedom by Owning a Franchise by going to ggthefranchiseguide.com slash video. Three, want to work with Giuseppe one-on-one to identify the right franchise opportunity for you to navigate the process and get plugged into experienced franchising advisors? Send him an email to gg at ggthefranchiseguide.com with one-on-one in the subject and he'll send you all the details.